Good morning, everyone. Jacqueline Jacks from AVA Live Radio, the Jacks Daily Morning Coffee Podcast. I'm so glad you're here with me on this wonderful morning. I have a very, very cool show ahead for you. Picked you out some brand new rock songs to start your day. Are you ready for the weekend? I sure am. Uh, whatever weekend that might be. <laughs> Maybe you're just being creative this weekend. I don't know. But we're going to kick it off with the score. Best part is such a cool song. Enjoy. I can be a liar, I can be a cheat, I can be neurotic, I can be a freak, I can be everything in between, but you always find the best part, the best part of me. I just want to say I'm sorry, some days I know I get out of hand, I wish that I was anybody else, I'm a wreck but you understand, I can't take myself, I'm just not well, my own worst enemy. Great way to start the day. I love that. The score, best part. Got to go look it up on Spotify. You'll love the band if you haven't heard of them before. So, you know, I was looking at some of the news today and literally these festivals are trying to kick these things off online. And I just don't know. I mean, like, is $294 too much to pay for an online event? I mean, it's different if you're like 
I don't know, going to a festival or something, but a lot of festivals are trying to do this online, and I just don't know that I would pay two hundred forty-nine dollars uh, for the pass for the SXSW online. You know what I mean? Or any of these music festivals. I think that they should probably give us a break on the past cover charges, especially seeing as, I mean, I know that they want to like do it and I know that they want to have it still going. They don't want to lose the revenue from it, but I think we should all have a break. That's for sure. I mean, what they're talking about right now is that um, the tickets are going to go on sale at 249 but then later they're going to increase even to 399 if you don't get them ahead of time the more people you bring the more you can save but i mean these discounts like student passes available at 59 you know it just seems so far as far removed from reality you know we're all sitting at home we're all in quarantines I think that they should make these things available to more people because technically if it's online wouldn't they sell twice or three times as many tickets to these events I mean generally generally at 249 right they look to to develop a two twenty million dollar festival which is what happened in 2019 but people were able to attend and actually be there now it's just an online event and not, not that that's not something to appreciate because it's great to have it and there are like I mean in 2019 there were something like 2,000 acts that performed at the event right so who knows how many individuals are going to attend this year there were 159,000 people that attended that festival when it was outside in 2019 I believe it was canceled in 2020 and now 2021 they want to try and just do it online are there going to be 1,900 acts performing from wherever is there going to be a sound stage how is this going to go down i really don't know and i just think that it just makes more sense every ticket should be 59 what do you guys think i don't know we'll go on from here with alan raymond he's got a new song pretty bug featuring james vincent mick morrow Well, pretty bug hanging out 
funky new tune pretty bug featuring james vincent mick morrow that was alan raymond's song i love that song it is so swanky and such a great way to start the day for sure so there's an alternative to tiktok out there i don't know if you guys realize this but when the ban was going on you know the u.s government was focused on banning tiktok because they didn't want um the potus president i don't want to i don't want to get into politics but just because there was a rivalry or something going on so tiktok was getting itself in trouble from banning President uh, Trump. And now that President Biden is in office, they haven't revisited the TikTok ban issue yet because uh, after all, this is an Asian app. And you know, there was something in the news just last week that talked about how uh, the app really does gather a lot of personal information about people and there's something to be said about that i mean they kind of know what your actions are on your phone they can see what you're saving on your phone and your screenshots and stuff and i it's really uncomfortable i have to say they did start to privacy set any teenage accounts which is an effort you know but again i mean would you let your teenager if they weren't earning a million dollars go on that app and um you know, just let everybody see everything going on through their phones. I think it's kind of strange. Snapchat really got into the mix too, and they have been trying to bait people over to their platform with a million dollars a day. <laughs> and there have been tons and tons of uh, really well-known TikTokers going over there and relaunching their videos there and making like hundreds of thousands of dollars, which is crazy. But here's another one that just came up so if you really love to do short form video and you want to get your feet wet in a lot of them and just try to develop them maybe get in early on this one this is a app that is pretty cool um it's called clash and they recently just bought bite which is a vine successor so class says it plans to merge its monetization features with bite to rebrand the app using the clash name clash hopes that the company will have better monetization tools to attract the growing tiktok user base i haven't been over on this app yet i am going to open it and see because i have been doing a lot more with short form video and i've been kind of having fun over on tiktok i haven't taken any tiktok challenges yet but i know when i do i definitely will be looking for more apps to launch those videos on so that i can repurpose them so far i just put things on tiktok and i share them on instagram and that is the entire extent of my um <laughs> of my time on social media but it has been pretty interesting just to kind of test out the apps and see what's going on so Greg Hoy has a new song out. It's doing so well, and I just love it. I'm so excited to do this Rock Mania show today because I get to feature all the rock songs that I'm listening to. Yes, that's right. You don't even realize it because we play so many different genres on AVA Live Radio. You don't realize that I am such a big rock fan, so I'm happy to have Rock Mania here with me, and I promise to do it at least once a week. Here's Greg Hoy with Cacophony. 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 I woke up this morning, a cup of coffee, I look at the TV, another cacophony, up from the slumber, they spewing the number, they on the attack. They got the fact An inventory Of one more story 
California. I love his music, Cacophony. You have to go and follow him on Spotify or go look him up wherever you get your music. We have him over at avaliveradio.info. He's over at the um, main website if you want to see all about his music. Have to get him back on the show to chat. Since he's had his uh, new baby, he's been pretty busy, I have to say. Pretty cool, though. Greg Hoy is the name of that artist, and he just makes amazing music. I mean, really. It's always catchy. It's always so much fun. And I follow him on Instagram, and his Instagrams are hysterical. So uh, YouTube has said it's paid creators $30 billion over the past three years. Wow. That is insane. I do know that they pay a lot more than Spotify. Hint, hint, Spotify. (laughs) And they're always looking for ways to allow creators on YouTube to monetize their audience. You know, like they have, in some cases, you can uh, put up your t-shirts and your merch right underneath your channel. And when your your, um, YouTube video is going, you see the merch right underneath it. That's pretty cool. I also think that super stickers like super chats are great. That's when the channel membership um, can, you know, the the followers can actually give you tips and contribute to super chat and then your chats uh, show up on the screen. So if it's a really popular YouTuber, people will see you. It's pretty interesting. I think it's really great and it's a great way 
uh, to allow people to monetize their channels. Of course, it hasn't been as lucrative as it used to, the rates at which the CPUs went down over the last few years. So the gold mine isn't as great, but for the channels that have so much video content that they're just still getting so many more people and growing constantly, it's still a great way to monetize, especially if you have outside things like um, a book or art or, you know, something else to sell, then that's a great way to do it and get some people knowing about it. You don't even need a large audience to be able to raise a really great income. I mean, it, you just think of something to sell that uh, costs $100 a year. You only need 100 people to do it, right? Or 1,000 people to do it and you're good. So there's like a lot of ways to make money through YouTube. What they're saying though right now, um, one of the things that they've just talked about in the news is that um, they're trying to get more ways for creators to make money. At the year right now, it's been really hard for everyone and they do know that. So they are trying to move into a little more short form video. This was tested out in India. It's kind of like TikTok's rival, right? The Digital Music News wrote last year that uh, YouTube was testing out some short form video in beta and I would really like to see that be available. I do notice that a lot of the top YouTubers have the ability to do posts in the back end of YouTube already and that's pretty interesting because you see kind of like a story going on on YouTube. I noticed that the more you talk to people on YouTube underneath their videos, the more people start following your channel and watching your content. And since I have been playing on there after about, I would say, six months of just kind of playing on YouTube a little bit, the channel did start to grow and all the videos started to, to get a lot more um, search results. So there is some ability to grow on YouTube despite the fact that it is so amazingly saturated, but you know, hey, so is everywhere else. <laughs> it just is like that right now. Next up, I have a little something for you by Rachel Bobbitt. This is a brand new artist to me. I have just recently heard her and I love this song, so I wanted to feature it on the show. Hello, Rachel. This is Always.
great job on that song that was Rachel Bobbitt with always I love her sound and I think that they just had a brilliant guitar on there it's just a wonderful wonderful song now this artist is relatively unknown as you know and I love to discover new talent and feature them on the show be sure to send in your tracks if you want to be part of the rock mania series here at ABA live radio at avaliveradio.info forward slash airplay that's avaliveradio.info forward slash airplay having another cup of coffee i am so excited about today it is friday and i have a lot to do gonna be doing a lot of creative work actually this weekend since i have to stay in again yet here i am in canada right now and they are asking everyone to not make unnecessary going out motion (laughs) so it's not like they're gonna enforce it but they're asking everyone here to stay inside and only go to the grocery store only get prescriptions which pretty much get delivered anyway pretty much everything here gets delivered they have really amazing delivery services especially when it's winter it just recently snowed which is very late for the year but again the snow is melting again it's beautiful outside so it's hard to stay in I did notice when I was um driving out yesterday that there were so many people out walking their dogs with their kids and like playing in the snow and just doing stuff like that because there's really nothing else to do these days it's kind of crazy before i play some more music for you i just wanted to talk a little bit about um what's going on on spotify i'm keeping you up to date on this just recently the f i f p i which is the international federation of phonographic industry and Germany's BVMI unveiled that they've cracked down on digital 
streaming fake play services. They issued an injunction against a widely used provider of artificial streams, according to an announcement just made, like Service24.de. I've never heard of them, but had also allegedly allowed customers to purchase fake views, comments, likes. I mean, like the basic thing here, guys, is if you're a musician or producer and somebody says they can guarantee a certain amount of streams on Spotify, run because literally I mean unless it's like a music blog or something that has a certain amount of traffic that's go throwing to a certain all the pages that's the only thing people can really track they can't tell you how many streams you're gonna get and you can't buy how many streams you're gonna get on Spotify it just doesn't work that way people either play your song they see it they see the art they see the you know the intro they're either interested or they're not and you can't really guarantee that any promotion is going to give you a certain amount of streams so if somebody's promising you a certain amount of streams or you've gotten a certain amount of streams in the past your expectations need to change because it really is based on the songs I know here at ABA live radio we see our that come on the show and we're promoting their music on the websites and I see them all of a sudden get added to tons and tons of playlists now some of those playlists are AVA live radio related we have our own playlists right we know those aren't fake we know that the traffic on the website isn't fake but again like just recently a ton of artists got shut down on Spotify for fake plays where are these coming from because I've talked to a few artists that have gotten shut down and they swear to me they did not personally buy fake streams the problem is is that you can't prove whether they did or didn't and in any case I understand that it's really bad to buy fake streams. It's, it's, you know, fooling the public. And also if the artist is being promised fake streams for money, that's fooling the artist too, because they're fake, right guys? I hope you know that. I really hope you know that, that there's nobody there actually listening. <laughs> it's not, it's not anything. And Spotify is just a social media page basically that plays music. So you want to be really careful about where you put your eggs and what you're actually trying to do goal wise. I always love artist awareness campaigns because they're more about getting played on radio, focusing on the right things, focusing on how many people are listening to a radio station playing your music or how many people are reading about your music and then playing the video or playing the Spotify or whatever link you provide to hear the music. But these streaming services are the route at which it makes people, you know, available to play your music, right? You put them out on streaming services. And if Spotify is easy for me, I go to Spotify. If Apple's easy, I go to Apple. So availability is really what streaming is for, not for a goal of getting a certain amount of plays. Although I do understand that at the end of the day, that's really what people can look at to kind of judge. But this is why so many people are buying fake streams because they've tied too much emotionally into that one number. And there's so many ways that people can hear your music. So in any case, what had happened uh, just recently in 2021 is 750,000 songs got ripped down off Spotify. There's now right now a, uh, a petition by these artists to try and get their songs relisted. I do know for a fact that they did say that they could go on another provider and go ahead and relist the songs, which doesn't make any sense to me because if they're going to allow them to relist, but they're penalizing them, then 
you know, it goes to say that I, it's great that they're giving another chance, but if they really think they did something wrong, don't you think it's weird that they allow you to pay a fee to relist the same songs and go at it again? I mean, it's just, it's really weird. So it's got a slap on the wrist kind of thing in one way, but and also on the same end of the spectrum, it kind of feels like something shady in Denmark, right? Literally. <laughs> anyway, I wanted you to know what was going on. They are trying to shut down as many of these platforms as possible. I, for one, am all for it. I think it's just a really bad practice. Some artists that uh, could get caught up in this, perhaps what's happened is you have maybe been added to a playlist. Maybe you went on Facebook. I see a lot of people go in Facebook groups and they're trying to add, like, please play my music, please add me to your thing. And what happens is maybe it's a fake playlist or the artist that runs that playlist has bought fake plays for their playlist to try and get their music better. But in in reality, it's actually, you know, done the other people wrong. So you can never really tell whether playlists are good or bad. Just try to have your own and also go with somebody who's reputable, like a radio station that actually does have a following and is developing playlists. I mean, you just want to be safer than sorry because I've seen some people that had over a hundred thousand plays and they just got bummed and it's not not fair true but this is the state of the business we live in so voodoo magic is up next from black angel one of my favorite bands out there in California enjoy the song
Magic by Black Angels here on AVA Live Radio Morning Coffee with Jacqueline Jacks. You know, this pandemic has really hurt so many musicians, but in a way, from what I'm hearing by interview, and by the way, there's a great interview coming out tomorrow morning with Live Vinyl. You guys are going to love that one. We talked all about what's happening in the music industry, how they are compensating for lack of um, venues, right? lack of playing out and going more into uh, pitching to different different avenues in business, right? To try and raise money on the other end. But at the end of the day, I noticed a lot of musicians have shifted what their what their priorities are. And they've shifted it to featuring trying to play the music better live, trying to get better at their skills, trying to use this time to really figure out who they want to be moving forward as an artist. Some have quit, yes, but only temporarily to be able to work in another field. Now, what happened in the UK just recently is a little concerning because 76% of artists are saying, or the artists that they actually did a survey about, said that the Brexit... um, touring restrictions are going to be so difficult on European tours that it's actually preventing them from touring. I don't know what all the details are of the Brexit. I haven't read it yet, but there were 452 respondents to the survey and their answers painted a very stark picture that the majority of them or more than the majority would not tour in Europe. It said that 40% said they have already canceled all of the European tours because of the restrictions. 91% of respondents agreed that the Brexit would have a really negative impact on musicians because of the, the points that they are making it very difficult. Musicians who performed in Europe earned about $6,400 in 2019 before this all went down. If European travel is made too difficult, then the revenue stream for UK musicians is going to have to go somewhere else. And that's a key point because in larger bands, remember, they actually employ a lot of people. So the UK music industry contributes $5.2 billion a year, That's or billion pounds, that's $7.1 billion us dollars to the uk economy every year so that's over 200,000 people employed so if brexit is preventing a lot of traveling musicians and making it hard for them to travel then it negatively impacts as a trickle down all the way down to the jobs the employees and the revenue in the uk this is something that is really been difficult. That means a failure to negotiate a better post-Brexit travel plan impacts everyone. Not only musicians looking to travel through Europe, but all of the money that they could have made and all of the money that it brings to the UK, as well as other European um, European countries. So it's really crazy what's happening. You don't realize how all this trickle down is happening and affecting so many people, not only the musicians, but everybody who works on these tours is affected. But I can say that I am pretty optimistic that music will always find its path. We're seeing more and more festivals, as I mentioned here on the show today, try to do things online. And a lot of artists are finding that it's a lot cheaper to throw up a very, very cool online music tour than it is to do one, uh, you know, 
by arriving in your city. Now, of course, it's more fun to go to a stadium and see a concert, but if we don't have that choice right now, they're making a lot of money and it's costing them a lot less money to put on those tours and do them online. Let's just hope they start to lower the ticket sales because I think that charging the same ticket price just doesn't make sense for an online you know, an online event. I just think it should be around $59 instead of $259. So Happy's up next by USS, followed by JJ Wild with a little mercy. And then I have Arkells with Knocking at the Door coming at you here in the morning coffee with Jacqueline Jacks. Now I'm happy, so happy. Thank God I'm feeling all right. Once upon a restless whisper, ignorance. And bless plate twister My homesick heart's been left in tatters Seeking things that truly matter I had to go too far to know how far to go
That's me. I'm knocking. 
Awesome. I love them. Arkells, they're not on tour, I don't think, anymore, um, but they will be as soon as pandemic's over because they just have the best music. Knocking at the door, acoustic. I love that version, and I just fell in love with it the minute I heard it. I, uh, I had to play it for you guys. I don't know if you know them. They are a pretty well-known band, I think, but um, I don't know. I've, I've never seen them in person, in concert, to tell you the truth. I just have listened to them online before and one of their songs that I've really liked is called Leather Jacket so go and listen to it one that just came out um, I guess in October is Campfire Chords that one's pretty good too but this again is one of my favorites knocking at the door acoustic had to play it on the show today guys thank you for taking me with you on your morning I hope you had a great time and if you enjoyed the Rock Mania show definitely hit me up on social media and let me know i will get more rock tracks out to you guys if that's what you love i know that we used to do a lot more rock here and recently you know music has been so indie poppy but i just miss these shows i miss more rock bands even if we have to dig up the old ones and bring them back sam roberts band has taken us out with their song from their album all of us this is i like the way you talk about the future Going out, guys. Have a great day. Jacqueline Jacks for AVA Live Radio. I'll be back again tomorrow with Live Vinyl and their amazing song. Um, actually, we've got to play them. All right, I'm playing two more songs. Sam Roberts Band. I like the way you talk about the future. And then after that, we just have to play a Live Vinyl song because they're going to be on the show tomorrow morning. So don't forget to listen for that episode. Have a great one.